Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hi, honeybees. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast. Today will be a quickie with Tiff. Hence the rad music that you're hearing in your ear holes right now. I actually had to turn the music off because I was getting sidetracked dancing and listening to the music instead of what I'm supposed to do was recording. But I hope that you enjoy it. Um, I don't know why I feel like just because it's just the sound of my delicious velvety voice that you hear in your ear holes that you also deserve good music to listen to, to accompany that, to compliment that. But double your welcome, okay? Double, you are welcome, honeybee. Hi, how's it going? It's been a while since it's just been me and you in your ear holes, haven't it? Yeah, it has. What did you think about that episode last week, Queer and Mormon with Emma? It was a really interesting conversation. I know that I learned some things. I learned a lot. Getting that episode to upload the way that it was supposed to was a mother bear of a situation that I would not care to repeat. Okay, y'all, let me tell you about the story, (laughs) the really dramatic story of how I've tried to upload the exact same episode of a file or the exact same file of an episode like four times, right? The first time I uploaded it, A called me when they were on their commute to work and let me know, hey honey, um, it's, it's just you on here. I thought it was just my phone, but I think that there is no audio for whoever you were with. And I was like, well, that's weird, but okay. Thank you for letting me know. I was in the middle of another task and that completely derailed like the rest of my day. Thank you, Neurodivergence. So I go and I check out some files and I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're right. That's not playing the way it's supposed to. It is just me sounding like I'm having a conversation with an apparition and I'm the only person who can hear them and they can hear me, but nobody else can hear the conversations because they don't have that gift right so I go take that one down luckily that day I learned that my podcast host platform will actually allow me to upload the exact same audio well not the exact same audio but I can upload a different file but keep the rest of the information this indication it'll change the only thing that will change none of the information none of the stats none of the listeners but it will change the file so that it's the correct file right so I tried that And then it uploaded and then there were two people actually having a conversation. So it was a real person and not just an apparition or a spirit. And I'm the only clairaudient person having a conversation with the spirit, just like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. I get it done. And then (laughs) there's a couple of minutes of like extra audio at the very end that was not meant to be there. Nothing incriminating or nothing bad, but it just was not meant to be there. I don't understand how I've had every technical issue that you could possibly have in a podcast with this one episode file. However, if you've listened to it and you enjoyed it and the last thing that you heard was bye, congratulations. That day about broke me. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, (laughs) So it was a really interesting conversation. I'm still so grateful to Emma for coming on and sharing her story with us, sharing a little bit of her inner workings and just congratulations on that journey. If that's something that is very obviously something that makes her feel good and makes her feel fulfilled. And I'm stoked on that for her. But I just thought it was such an interesting conversation. Um, And I just really enjoy getting kind of deep with Emma that is just very much her way and I really really love that about her and I think that you'll really like it too so check it out if you haven't yet
how has your week been? How have the last couple of weeks been? Um, in the mix-up of my Emma episode debacle, I also missed a deadline in that amount of time for another episode. It was supposed to come out close to a week before it actually did, or at least a couple of days before it did. The technical issues happened. There was not a follow-up. It just, I, I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. I'm taking accountability for that. So one week in the next couple of weeks, you will get two releases in that week and then we'll be right back on track. So we're just behind by one episode and I think that I can forgive that this go round. I still said I wanted to publish 52. Guess what? I'll still publish 52 episodes this year. And I also want to shout out a special honeybee. I don't know your name, but I did receive the message that you sent by way of A about how helpful uncomfortable ambivalence was for you. And I'm so proud of you for taking the measurable steps that you needed to, to implement change where you were, to honor your boundaries and to speak up for what it is that you needed. That feedback, literally, I feel like it was an exchange in that. You got something that you needed from that episode and I got something that I needed from your feedback. The quickies with Tiff, y'all know if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time since I have been doing them, you all know that it's something that I've been like, is it something that you like? Do you not like it? Do you like the couple episodes? Do you prefer when we have guests? And the few people that I've been able to engage with have been really honest and open about what they like and what they prefer. What I got from this feedback and something that I have been thinking about for quite some time is the fact that I do these episodes because I feel like I need it. I need the release. There are some things that I feel like I've got messages to deliver that y'all need to hear, whether you want to hear them or not. There are things that it's still a process. I mean, doing this podcast is therapeutic for me. And I really, really love this podcast. I need the outlet. I feel like it is a, I have so many ideas and I have so many thoughts and it feels really good that there are people on the receiving end, on the other end of our little phone call, on the other end of my little heart line that are willing to receive and to be an audience to those thoughts and to those processes and that relate to and feel comforted by or confronted by or whatever like it feels like an exchange so I am here to say on this day in March of 2022 the hellish hellscape that we are in right now that I appreciate your feedback but I also feel very comfortable with doing what feels natural and organic in the moment and if that means that A and I sit down and we have a conversation and that's what's perfect for that moment that's what will happen If there is somebody that's willing to share a story, share perspective, share their heart with us in a way that we feel like you would enjoy listening to, we're going to do that too. But also, like this honeybee, there are people out here who enjoy this stream of consciousness, this lesson, this whatever it is that's been placed on my heart to share. And that made me feel confirmed and affirmed that When I have these moments, that's what I'll share because that is the way that I know to honor those thoughts and those feelings and the way that I know how to honor the audience. So when you hear me say things like, thank you for being here, 
Please know that I mean sincerely from the bottom of my heart and with all of my soul. Thank you for being here. Listenership is still pretty average for where it's supposed to be, which lets me know that regardless, y'all are sticking around, whether you share your input or not. And I understand also that when we ask for input, we ask how you're feeling about things. We ask for that information. Sometimes that can be overwhelming. Sometimes you're just like, girl, I don't know, just keep doing what you're doing. And so I'm just going to do what we do. And then I'm sure that when there's more people who weren't a part of the OG honeybee experience, that we'll get a little bit more feedback that'll kind of try to steer us into a different direction or give more thoughts. But for now, right now, how you're comfy listening to this in your seat or in your car or in your desk chair or in your living room or in your bathtub or I don't know. I'd be really curious to know where you guys listen to the podcast. So if you ever want to like share just where you listen, I would be very interested to know that. Um, But wherever you listen, like I like to know that we're just kind of like sharing a moment, like we're decompressing together and processing together. And that's really what community is, right? So, yeah, I don't know. The sun is coming out, y'all. I am feeling like a little dormant plant, like my little alocasias, like I've been like in my little bulb. I've been in the dark for so many months and now I'm just like ready to start growing and thriving and sprouting and reaching to the sun and stretching my limbs and just coming out anew. I don't know what it was about last year and this last daylight savings time compared to now, but if y'all have felt this too, please know you are not alone because it has been a mess. It has been a fucking mess, y'all. It has been a hot mess. And you're not the only one that feels it. I know I'm not the only one that has felt that has felt it. I've got friends who have been like, girl, I'm so sad. I have been like, girl, I'm so sad. I've got family that has been like, girl, I'm so sad. And all of us right now, I feel like are like little turtles, like little sea turtles, like cracking out of our shells and trying to like make it to the ocean. And the ocean is just like fucking longer days. It is insane to me how aware I am of how important the sun is. Like, y'all, I know that the sun is important. Like, duh. But also, the sun is so important, y'all. That episode of Broad City when Alana was in the closet at her job with the little sad lamp on and she was just trying to make it as bright as she possibly could in there. I feel like that is all of our shared experience right now. Everybody feels that way. And it's like there is always something else going on in the news. There is something going on in the world that is trying to like be a cloud over that. And perhaps at another time, A and I will talk about that or somebody else and I can have a conversation about that. But for today, I'm going to try to keep it a little more light because I'm wanting to uplift us to carry us through the rest of this week. That is what the goal of this episode is. So let's talk about boundaries. That is something that we talk about a lot, right? Like boundaries, like, oh, Tiffany's so good at boundaries. Boundaries are so necessary and so fun. Therapy, boundaries, yeah. Boundaries are fucking hard, y'all, okay? Boundaries are difficult. I am not great with boundaries. I thought I was doing like such a good job <laughs> with boundaries and 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 she, she is not. She is not doing a great job with boundaries right now, y'all. She is still answering phone calls for people that she should not be talking to and staying on the phone for way too long when she shouldn't. She is still having to work through some things in therapy, y'all. Like, literally, 
I'm going to give you a tool that my therapist gave me. And it is like, who is in your emotional house? Seems like a simple enough concept, right? Like who's in my emotional house? Like, um, hello, everybody, my family, my friends, duh, my husband, my wife, my spouse. But like, where are they in your house? So the way that my new therapist broke this down for me was like this. You have three places that somebody can be inside of your emotional house. So these are the people that are not just on the street. You just wave to them. It's transactional. It's not the UPS delivery person. It's not the people that are driving for DoorDash that are just going to come and take the stuff and take a picture and send you a text message. to be like, your stuff on the front porch, girl. You enjoy all of your Taco Bell. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who are allowed to cross the threshold into your emotional house, use your resources to have your time so they can be in your foyer. And these are the people who like your foyer is not really a big deal. You don't really decorate a whole lot in your foyer. You don't really it's it's not really a very ornamental or functional part of your house. I mean, it just serves a purpose. It's just a transitional space from outside to inside. Not a big deal. You don't really put a ton, ton, ton of thought into it, probably, unless you're me. But you know, I mean, you want it to look pretty, but it's not as fancy as your living room, though, right? So in your living room, people are allowed to come in. They can use your resources. They can put their feet up on your couch. They can charge their phone. They can grab a snack or something. They can have a bottle of water out of the refrigerator. These are the people you can share things with. But maybe it's not as intimate as you would with like your very best friend or with your partner or with your therapist or people that you really trust to not judge you. So these are your friendships, like your cool friendships, your friendships. Maybe you don't necessarily trust that person to know your deepest, darkest secrets. These are probably not your emergency contact people, but these are your friends. These are people that you value, people that you love, but maybe not people that you have really deep seated trust with. Right. And then you have your bedroom friends, you have your bedroom people. And that is where you can be what I like to say, like you can be emotionally naked with these people. And like if you're my friend, probably you, you might see a titty. Y'all. You, you might you might see a titty. I'm just saying they nice titties. So like lucky you. But you, you might see like a titty. You might see like a little butt cheek. I might not want to wear pants if you come over, if I'd like you enough and feel safe enough with you in my house. Right. So. People in your bedroom. That's where you feel safe. That's where you feel comfortable. That's where you feel held in high esteem. That's where you can be vulnerable, okay? Like they can see your vulva on your metaphorical vulva and maybe also your actual vulva if you have one of those, you know what I'm saying? So these are the people that you feel comfortable with. You feel open, you feel safe, you feel comfortable enough in that vulnerability. So A is definitely the person who was in my emotional house, my my emotional room. What am I trying to say? They're in the bedroom of my emotional house. Jeez. I have a couple of friends who fit into that category. Everybody does not belong there. So with this, I also realized before we even had a chance to talk about boundaries, because we were talking about just a specific relationship in general, and she provided this tool. And I have been thinking about this tool ever since. And I'm like, hmm, where do all of the people in my life belong? Where do they belong? So what about your people? Where are the people in your life? Where do they belong? Are they just in the foyer? Can they come in and have a drink and get to know you a little bit better in your living room? Or is it just tits out, tears out, hair 
tied sweatpants that's when you're the prettiest i hope that you don't take it wrong like what where do the people in your life go where do you put them so having that information i realized boundaries the walls the spaces between these different spaces are boundaries and tiffany has a tendency to want everybody to be knowing some stuff that happens in the bedroom but she also wants to keep the people that belong in the foyer in the foyer so i'm giving people a lot of conflicting information by doing that right so if i'm telling you all of my deepest darkest secrets I may not necessarily feel an attachment to those things. That information may not feel so private and vulnerable and secret. It may not feel so intimate to me because of my relationship with that. But that doesn't mean the person I'm communicating those things to does not see that as an invitation to the bedroom. Right. So I'm going to leave y'all with that because I thought that was real good from my therapy session last week. And I was like, well, let me tell the honeybees about that because that's good. That's good. So who is in your emotional house and where are they in your emotional house? Do you need to move some people around? Because that's where I am right now. I'm trying to figure out where everybody goes. And for an organized person who is passionate about organization and baskets and doors and little compartments i really 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 loved the imagery of moving people around like little sims to figure out where they go and speaking of sims can i tell y'all how much it stresses me out when i play the sims and there you leave your house and you go do an event or you go to a different town and then you come back to your house and there's just other sims just in your house doing stuff really stresses me out really stresses me out and I think that I need to treat my life more like my attitude (laughs) when I'm playing the sims you need to get out I don't know why you're in here I'm gonna maybe not call the police but I'm gonna do something to get you out of here because they just roam they'll be in there just in your bathroom while you need to pee they'll just be in your bedroom and I'm just just wandering around and I'm just like y'all it's a whole little sims street it's a whole sims community and a sims neighborhood and a sims town y'all could be in why the hell are y'all in my bedroom right now I need to be treating some people like the sims that I'd be wanting to kick out of my sims house why are you in here and I also I, I don't I don't have a problem with taking my responsibility for why those people are in my little bedroom now. Okay, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not accountability. It's just the cognitive part. And it's a little dissonant right now, if I'm honest. But I'm a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. And that is always the point that I want to drive home. You are a work in progress the same way that I am a work in progress, the same way that anyone is a work in progress as long as that person has the desire to grow and to progress and if they don't i mean fuck them fuck them (laughs) one more time fuck (laughs) them it's okay ah i just want everybody to feel empowered Y'all, I don't know what the hell happened when I turned 30, and I know y'all haven't seen me in a little while, but like I am sitting in this booth recording this podcast right now. I spend so much time, and not so much time, like it's I block off time in my day, but when I wash my face in the morning or when I put on clothes or get dressed or do my hair or anything like that, I always take a little bit more time 
to point out to myself the things that I really love about myself. I don't know when this happened, but it's been a long time coming and I am so grateful that it's here, that energy that I have toward myself. I'm trying so hard to get to the point where the way that I feel about myself on the inside is just very outwardly reflective in the way that I carry myself on the outside. That doesn't mean that I'm not gonna cuss somebody out or punch somebody in the face or get into a fight or get arrested at Walmart. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that I'm wanting to take the little parts of people that I might pick apart and realize that they might be things about myself that I'm picking apart and give people a little bit more grace and to learn to recognize those things so that I can turn that that criticism um, more gently inward and to work that out and figure out what's going on with me. And there are several different aspects of my life that can really benefit from that shift. So right now in the season, that's where I am trying to grow and be a better person or whatever, dude. How come this never came with instructions? I know that when I was growing up, my mom would always tell me that parenting never came with instructions. Children don't come with instructions. But weren't we all raised by grown-ups? Weren't we all like children and then there was always an adult somewhere? Now, those adults, I understand, did not always have the resources and the tools that we do now, but they were around. So shouldn't we have technically had somebody teaching us like, okay, this is what being an adult is going to be like for you. So this is how to balance your checkbook. Does anybody write checks? Does anybody take checks anymore? If you take checks, you probably shouldn't. But that's besides the point. Okay, if you hate your job, this is what you should do in order to find another one. But basically, the rules that I got about like adulthood was like, don't spend more than you make. But if you'd have to, I get it because everybody is poor. Don't quit a job before you have another one. But also, if it sucks, you should probably stay if they pay you well. (laughs) because we're poor and everything is terrible so also that goes hand in hand with unlearning and trying to separate a little bit more from capitalism and just figuring out a simpler way to live and one way that I have figured out how to do that is like if you just like go hiking like nobody is gonna bother you to pay for anything except for maybe entrance into a state park or for your parking. And besides that, no one's gonna sell you anything. It's just you and trees and maybe some murderous animals, who knows, adventure. But um, as long as you don't get eaten, there's no monetary exchange that needs to happen. And as long as you use your maps, you don't have to worry about anybody coming to rescue you because that's also really expensive. But like, if you just plan a very well um, equipped hike, you'll be okay, probably, mostly. I've been okay so far. Um, My feet will hurt really bad, like after a really strenuous one, but I'll be so tired, it doesn't even matter. I'm just, it's like endorphins from the exercise and confidence because my vessel did this thing. And I was like, ooh girl, like that's real sexy. You did a good job, bitch. And, you know, but besides that, it's just like, just soak your aching body parts in like some ice water or hot water, whatever feels best to you at the time, probably ice, especially for me, because I just get sore. 
and man oh man it is it is great so look at me i'm just dropping nuggets for y'all go outside it's hot y'all should have been going when it was a little bit cooler because if you live in the southern united states you know we go straight from winter to summer Today, we've gone, been going straight from winter to summer in a day. Like you wake up and it's like 30 something degrees and then like by noon is like 80. Seriously, today, like it's in the 70s today. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Okay. Also, I want to take a moment because I'm here and it's just me. It's just my voice. I just want to talk about if you are struggling with any body image issues and stuff, you need to get, you need to be your own bedroom friend, okay? You need to be a bedroom person in your emotional house. And you need to look at yourself like you are the sexiest thing that you have ever seen in your life because you are, okay? And if you're not already thinking that about yourself, you need to stare at yourself into the mirror and say that to yourself until you begin to believe it, okay? I don't care how many days you have to fake it, but try it for three weeks. Try it, get into the mirror, tell yourself that you love something about yourself. Look at your stretch marks, rub them, put glitter on them, exfoliate let me tell you something else get you some ground coffee get you some sugar it can be white refined sugar just don't use it on your face because it will hurt um like it will cause little micro abrasions in your skin that's not what you want you can use coconut sugar and get you some coconut oil if you're not allergic to coconut oil i guess you could use a different type of oil if you have jojoba or shea butter or you know like shea oil or something else that you have handy mix all that up and then guess what voila skin scrub also makes you feel kind of bright a little bit moisturized will soften your skin give it like a little bit of like a little a little firmness like I don't know what it is about that coffee that caffeine just makes it a little bit glowy love yourself give yourself affirmations while you're loving on your skin and even when you're not looking at yourself the reminder of that tenderness and the time you took to take care of your vessel will be reminded in the softness that's left behind in that. So your girl is out here wearing crop tops. Your girl is out here going to Publix and crop tops. Your girl is out here going to therapy and crop tops. And my therapist, y'all, my therapist had on some little baggy pants. Not baggy. They were just like very, she's very modestly dressed and like a top that definitely comes up to the collarbones and a sweater. And I was like, I feel naked. And I feel like you looking at my midriff a little bit, but you know what, you could look, that's okay. And I just felt so secure. I was not feeling torn down by knowing that people were perceiving me. Because if somebody else has an opinion about your vessel or my vessel, guess what friend? That's not our business. And it's not our problem. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just over here just sprinkling little nuggets, y'all. These are the things that I learned this week. Figure out who is in your emotional house and what room they in. Love your body because you sexy. You sexy, you sexy, okay? And if you don't believe that you sexy, get into the mirror and tell yourself that you sexy, okay? You sexy, you get in the mirror, you be like, ooh, you sexy. You can even say it like that if you want. It'll make you feel a little bit silly. Feel free to lock the door behind you. Play some music. You don't have to say it that loudly if you don't want to. But just really get to know yourself. Try to think of yourself without all of the criticism. Because at the end of the day, you are with you when you wake up in the morning. And no matter how many people come and go, no matter if you're single, if you're partnered, if you have children, if you don't, if you live alone, if you live with people, when I say you go to sleep with yourself, I mean it is you and your thoughts when you close your eyes at night. 
and it is you and your thoughts when you are gaining consciousness again in the morning. So why not make what you say to yourself the kindest, sweetest, most romantic shit that you've ever heard? Why not? Why not? I'll wait. Oh, you can't come up with a reason because there is none. That's why you should absolutely be talking to yourself like that all of the time. You should be like, you are a bad bitch or a good bitch. If that makes you, if you just need the positive reinforcement, I completely understand that. But the point is, I believe that it was RuPaul who said, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get in a woman? Not the a woman part, because... They would say amen y'all what are rupaul's pronouns is rupaul just beautiful yes I, I think that that just rupaul is sexy beautiful and black i think that that those are rupaul's pronouns that was all i don't even i don't i don't need any follow-up i don't need any follow-up thank you that's it that's it that's it you heard it here those are rupaul's <laughs> pronouns <laughs> sexy beautiful and black that's that's it that's it. That's it. We don't need nothing else. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They got a little something for everybody. Okay. So honeybees, thank you so much for following me around on this tangential little quickie with Tiff. This is the energy that we're bringing today. It's honest energy. No matter the way that it comes across, it is honest energy. And it is my sincere hope that through your daily tasks, through the rest of this week, that you can carry your own honest energy with you if it is chaotic energy that's okay if it's uncertain energy that's okay but let's get used to honoring the energies that are within us because I feel like it takes so much more to suppress and to try to mask and to cover than it is to just honor you the way that you are because you are worth the honor okay I am worth the honor and y'all can't tell me nothing okay Y'all can't tell me nothing, y'all. I look real cute in my little skirt, my little crop top. I got an afro, okay? I, I got my little healing crystal beads on. I look straight up like Erica Badu in the 90s, except my hair is not wrapped up. I look like I'm listening to Jill Scott, Erica Badu. I, <laughs> that is just my vibe. I look like I smell like Nag Champa incense right now. I look like I got on waist beads under my skirt. I look like I smell like shea butter, cocoa butter melanin okay it's like a little bit chocolatey but not chocolatey I look like I smell like baby oil and pink oil moisturizer I feel good I am good I am gorgeous okay you are good you are gorgeous you have talents and gifts to share with this world and I really hope that you will share them in your own authentic energy and that you can carry that energy through the rest of this week. That's it. That's all I got. I didn't talk to you for about a half an hour. That's usually the time that we have together when it's just me. But if you need a little bit more time, y'all can always let me know that because y'all know I can talk all day, honey. Okay. But that's it, honeybees. Interact with us. If you still want to follow us on Instagram, feel free. I will always come back to Instagram. That Instagram handle is at sweetesthoney.love. Our website is sweetesthoney.love. Maybe I'll make a little how to love yourself and like who is in your emotional house blog post and I'll post that up onto the website so there can be a little bit more engagement for us there. You can email me at info at sweetesthoney.love and you can send a text or voicemail to 205-202-0511. I would love to hear from you. 
So honeybees, carry on, be a bad bitch. Don't let the other little random Sims be anywhere that they want to be in your emotional house. I still don't know what to do. I mean, shit. fight them. I don't know. Don't call the cops. Don't call. If it's black Sims in your house, don't call the cops. Maybe just like don't go inside. But like call. I, I, I don't know. Don't call the cops. OK, because we're defund. We don't need we don't need the police. Remember, like we don't we're going to try something other than the brute force. And like don't call the cops. Try something else. But. It's okay to kick the rest of the Sims out of your house. And it's okay to rearrange people. Sometimes somebody that was once in the bedroom might need to be in the living room. It's okay to acknowledge that your boundaries need some adjusting. I'm right there with you, honeybee. And guess what? We got this. So I will talk to y'all next time. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll be back soon. Bye.